We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch. Time for another Red Oak Fabrication interview. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. Maybe your chassis is all set and done, but you've got some parts and pieces that could use powder coating. Give Jordan F at redoakfabrication.com an email. Jordan will get you an estimate on your work, whether it be uh, large job, small job, parts and pieces, upgrades, whatever you got. Jordan F at redoakfabrication.com for your powder coating needs. Joining us on the show now is the host of that... Um, Oh gosh, I'm just kidding, Brandon. I got it. I got it ingrained. Make, you're not gonna make the same mistake twice. No. I'm, well, you don't know me well. well you might. <laughs> Brandon Anderson joining us of Quick Time Podcast. Uh, been on the uh, on the uh, well, I, I would typically say on the air, but that, that's a lexicon I got to get out of my system. Uh, but you've been doing it for about six months, uh, eight months. I think we're on episode thirty-five ish, something okay. like that. So we try to do it once a week. How long does it take? To, uh, what, record an episode? Well, no, I mean quick time. Oh, well, you know, Is it like a three-second podcast or, you know? About 13 flat, <laughs> depending on the size of the track. <laughs> yeah, kind of like, a, you know, it's like a, a, a good podcast. You, you don't really have a set time that you shoot for. Just if the BS is rolling, you just keep going with it. That's about right. Uh, the more beer we drink, the longer it goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about getting it started. What was the inspiration behind it, and, and how do you guys? When do you guys record and execute and all that? Uh, inspiration is getting started. Uh, just, just something to do. I mean, it's it's an excuse to get together with my buddies and drink some beer and, and tell yeah. racing stories. So yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the whole premise of why we started it. Uh, we kind of had a theme to try to do local, but more the more views we get, the bigger names we get. So we kind of kind of reach out to the national guys a little bit, and uh, we try to put out an episode every Tuesday night. You guys do a great job handling the sprint car side of it. I mean, I've, obviously we've been doing the racing show for what we, we ended up doing the math, the, the 10 years that it's been on, on uh, in existence. Uh, there's just so much out there that we literally can't cover everything. So I'm glad you guys jumped into the ring. And, and you guys obviously know a hell of a lot more about sprint cars than we do. So it, it kind of takes a little pressure off of me to be able to talk about some of that stuff that we miss. And, and you guys do a great job. Yeah, but we got him on one spot. We're ahead of him on Soapbox. True. Yeah, we, we had a soapbox guy on. You guys have uh, better NASCAR coverage than we do, too. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Dirk knows I some things. That far I, at just, all. I read articles, and that's about it. But yeah, it's, you know, it, it's, as much as we would love to just take care of the local stuff, the, the national NASCAR stuff does help with the ratings also. And so you've got to cover both of them. But um, talk about the co hosts and, and, and what you guys have been working on. Uh, co host, uh, besides me, uh, my buddy uh, Brad Brown, he used to run a racing website, ibracing.com. And I've been trying and twisting his arm for months before we actually even record an episode to get him on as a full-time host. He's like, oh, I, don't, I don't have the time to do it, no interest in doing it. I got him on for one show as a guest, yeah. and he's been a full-time host ever since. Right. It, it's easy to get him hooked. It is. It is. And uh, <laughs> then uh, another photographer friend of mine, Jason Orth, he, he jumps on, and he was when Brad said he wouldn't do it full-time with me, I, I grabbed Jason and had him come on for that one show, and he's been... Once again, hooked and another full-time host on that right. deal. Right. What are some of the big guests you've had on that people can go back and, and listen to and, and keep up to date? Uh, for national guys, I mean, our, our first big guest, uh, it was when the, uh, the midgets were out in Fairbury, Nebraska, and I just walked up to Tyler Court and be like, hey, you won the race this week. Uh, you want to come on the come on our lonely old podcast or whatever? And surprisingly, uh, he said yeah. So uh, yeah. We, we started off with Tyler Courtney, and we've, we've had the World Outlaw Champion Brad Sweet on. We've had uh, Shane Golovic uh, just on a couple weeks ago. He's going to make his NASCAR debut at Bristol here coming up. 
So yeah, guys like that. Uh, we also do local guys. I've uh, yep. had like Shaley Bade Helget. I guess that's how she wants Sh to. Shaley Helget. How <laughs> she wants to go by now. Um, Toby Chapman. You know, the local heroes of Eagle Race. What we have on quite a few yeah. times too. Oh God, an interview with Toby Chapman. That was during the nationals. That was. You, <laughs> yeah. you were you were uh, actually uh, one of our. Uh, I think he was late, so I just started doing the uh, a Ch uh, Toby Chapman impression. Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Toby is a fantastic guy, and, and uh, yeah, in a great interview. If only he could tell you more stories, because he, he won't tell you all the stories. He won't, but that's, <laughs> that's the key with our podcast. Unlike your show, we're unedited. We're yeah. unfiltered, so yeah. we get some of the really good stories. Uh, like when the, Some of the best stories we've had was like with Shane Stewart and uh, Paul McMahon were on. And it's, it's kind of the older guys that are kind of on their twilight years of their career. But they don't really have to please sponsors, so they don't right. have the PPC the entire time. So you can get you guys get guys to cut loose a little bit more. Yeah, uh, record on what days? Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights, and then you try to put it out that night. Try to edit it and splice it all together and put it out. You know, ten o'clock Tuesday night. Okay. Uh, and where where can people find it? I I obviously know, but I'm kind of setting up there. If you know, why don't you tell them? Because I'm sure you don't know. <laughs> the uh, the anchor app obviously is the best place. That's yep. Yep. We're on that because you told James and James told us, so blame him. And it's free. That's what right. I like, <laughs> like and about it. it's <laughs> easy. I mean, the fact that it goes out to however many podcast sites you link it to. Yeah, so. Have, have yeah. you gotten around to adding on more? So I, I uploaded Anchor, then it, it sends it out to, like, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts. I don't know if anybody uses Google Podcasts. Yeah, I don't either. No. But whatever options I had to get it out, I just clicked yes, yeah. yes, yes, and yes, and hopefully somebody finds it. I didn't and even know Google Podcasts was a thing. Oh, yeah, and the, the Anchor app makes it easy so that if you get onto other podcasting sites like Stitcher or we used to be on SoundCloud, but it just it didn't have the reach that we were hoping for, you can add it into it and it automatically yep. sends it out. It makes that, that's it the nice thing easy. about that app. Super easy. Uh, show's coming up. Who do you guys have uh, scheduled that you're, you're excited to try or have you? Scheduled nobody because we, <laughs> we don't pick a guest until, like, Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> we, that's the, we, we got in the habit of doing these at the World of Wheels because the number of times we would sit down at the studio and go, well, who should we have on the show tonight? And it's like, okay, we we got to start working a little more in advance. And uh, but yeah, it's doing stuff like this is it adds because it's so much easier. Because yeah, we spend two days, we're exhausted after the weekend, but then we don't have to really do much work for the next two and a half, three months. Well, we're still going to try and take a get ahead on some stuff, but we've got some of the stuff that we've done today is time sensitive. Yeah, you know, we've got to have it on by the first week of May. You know, we got stuff we got to have on by the first week of April, and when we're in the middle of March, you know, we we lose some stuff. We've got we've got recordings that we never aired. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of the way many we, we look at things. So we we get together Sunday night. I'll shoot out a text to both the guys and be like, "All right, who won? Who did something awesome this weekend? And who's not going to be on Wing Nation?" Yeah. So that's the biggest thing we've been trying to compete with right now is when we're getting the national guys. You got the MR, MRN podcast, Wing Nation. Uh, the, Flow Sports has a podcast out there, and we want to try to get guys that aren't going to be on there. But like with Shane Golubic, we had a repeat. So Wing Nation comes out on Tuesday afternoon. Well, guess who's on our show Tuesday night? So right. We, right. Try to, we try to get guests that aren't going to be on there, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Brandon Anderson of the Quick Time Podcast. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, on the Anchor app, and uh, obviously Quick Time Podcast on Facebook to keep up to date with the latest is there any plans to kind of evolve the show as the race season is kicking off and now you guys are kind of starting to get into your second year of doing this? Uh, plans, I think we're going to do live shows at uh, Eagle for the Race Saver Nationals. That's where I'm going to twist your arm a little bit and help us out with that. 
Uh, and I think there's talks about doing live shows out at uh, Fairbury for the National Midgets when they come yeah. out there. Okay. Uh, obviously, on top of that, you've, you've been a photographer for a long time with BA Photography, taking some rather compromising photos of some people just uh, screwing around in the pits and Never. in the infield. <laughs> Doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, but uh, talk about how, how long has that business been going and, and kind of where's that going? Well, if you use the term business lightly, because let's be honest, we make no money doing right. it. Uh, but I started it back in, I want to say 2005-ish, and it was just kind of a niche thing that I, I wanted to drive a race car, but let's be honest, they're expensive. A little bit. Photography was kind of the next best thing that I can get as close to the action as possible without actually being in a race car. You can spend as much on a camera as, as a lot of race cars. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I kind of was, you know, coming up here, I, I figured we were talking about the photography stuff a little bit. kind of figured out if I didn't buy all the camera stuff, I'd probably have a B-Mod right now. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, very easily. I mean, I'd wreck the B-Mod on the first lap, then I'd be broke again, right. but I'd have it, a B-Mod for a lap. I gained a, a new appreciation for well, what you guys do with being the pit reporter at Eagle and, and watching you and, and Joe Worth, and you don't realize how vulnerable you are when you're looking through the lens of a camera in one direction, and at Eagle, there is maybe five degrees that is a protection in that infield. And you're in a completely it's, it's vulnerable not position with those five degrees either. So the only thing I'm thinking is, you know, that time that Don Hall tried to run over James by going through the uh, go kart track, but was going to slam into the scale wall. Well, it's James. I mean, why wouldn't you try to run him over? That's true. <laughs> he's that's he's not on the air, so he can't defend sorry. himself right that's, now. That's true. And I just cut it out if he did. <laughs> but uh, but it's it it's got to be hair raising a Dick little bit because it is a little bit. I mean, with I'm going to stick to the sprint cars. You kind of know. Who's going to do what? I mean, you know the squirrels from, from you yeah. know, Donnie Shots. Uh, so uh, you kind of keep your eye out, your other eye that's not through the lens. So I shoot with both eyes open so I can kind of see around. And also, I, people think it's weird as hell that I don't wear earplugs down there. But I want to hear the car. So if yeah. I hear just a, a pitch of a motor just change a little bit, I know something's going on, you know, on my right or my left. Yeah, because that's I, I got into a couple of issues with that where, uh, unfortunately, I was trying to... Uh, handle some social media efforts for the racetrack and I wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the track. Two cars got together coming across the front stretch, coming across the start-finish line. One of them almost ran me over if it was not for one of the uh, one of the uh, auto-time guys that jumped in and, and pulled me out of the way. So uh, it was shortly after that that I, I was very excited to retire from pit reporting and go up into the booth. But uh, I've, I've sat up in the booth and watched as cars lazily go right at Joe Orth. And I got honest, after the last two years, I don't know how that guy's still alive. Uh, Joe scares me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, he's getting up there in age a little bit, and he's not getting around as good as he used to. And just some of the spots he goes to, I know why he goes there, because the photos come out awesome. But at the same time, it's just, I always try to have two escape routes for wherever I'm yeah. at. Well. And then if you notice that when the car's on the track, I don't walk forward. I walk backwards everywhere. So I never have my back towards a race car. That's just it. You, you've got to watch where the cars are coming from. If you're standing in turn three, you watch the back straight away in turn three. If you're standing down in turn one, you watch the front straight away in turn one. Yep. You know, you're not shooting a car going down the middle of the back straight away and turning your back on the track. You can't I'm do almost, it. I've almost gotten hit when I was a corner guy. Yeah. I I mean, got, you you, you got to have your head on a swivel at all times. I almost got hit on a pay slap by Dirk Kirk down at uh, at Lakeside <laughs> Speedway because he was doing this, getting the mud off. And his see, screen. and unfortunately, <laughs> and unfortunately in Central Iowa, we've lost track officials. Yeah. For not paying attention, Den, uh, Des Moines and Stewart would be two of them. Yeah, I, and I've gotten real close to being 
being a one of those statistics several times, unfortunately. So I'm, that's kind well. Of if you weren't drunk out there playing Superman in I, the middle of the tree feature, well, you, I'll go you, along with a lot of them, but I never drink before the races, <laughs> especially if I'm in the pits. Just during the races. Yeah. Let's, let's now, he was specific <laughs> when he said before. Yeah. <laughs> truth when the green told, flag drops, the beer drops. Truth be told, I've I've had a rough night and gone and had a drink. It, during intermission to try to calm my nerves oh, yeah. a little bit, and that, yep. that's helped. But that's when I was in the booth, and the only harm I could do was to a last well, name. See, now, if you're in Harlan, you'd have the good stuff, because we do mixed drinks now. We do hard liquor. Yeah. That's to amplify the idiots. I mean, that's, and he, notice he didn't tell me that when I went down there and helped him with the tiny Lund. Now because, he's telling me. Because they just, they just started it. Because we got, <laughs> we got a really big sponsor coming on board next year, and we have to have a hard liquor license to have them come on board. We'll, we'll we'll close that right. later on. But. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll dive in a little bit more. Uh, Brandon Anderson of the QuickTime Podcast and BA Photos. So with the photo side of it, that helps to be able to just get in and get into the action and be able to know all these drivers. Yeah, it definitely helps out a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm down there, you know, like the deal with Tyler Corner. I was down there in Victory Lane, so why not? Yeah. Hell, just, you know, ask him right there. And, there. Right. and I did that with Brad Sweet when the Outlaws were at IED as well, and Sure as shit, they, uh, they said yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite driver that, that you'd like to go to? As far as fo- photographing for, for or interview. just? Well, well, let's go with both. Yeah, let's, let's answer photograph and then also for the interviews for the podcast. Uh, interviews for the podcast, no. I mean, there's, there's nobody that I, I would prefer. I mean, it's just guys that I'm comfortable with. It's, it's probably the easiest way, I mean, yeah. just to have a conversation with. But I, I don't shy away from talking to somebody that I don't like. Uh, Photographing Aaron Wright's was fun to photograph because you never know if he's going to wad that thing up in a fence. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, particularly photographing-wise, I it's not necessarily a driver's a type of racetrack. I want yeah. a choppy, rough racetrack. I mean, it sucks for the drivers because they tear shit up, but that gives you good photos. It gives me awesome photos. Yeah, uh, we we've got our handful of favorites. That the only reason why they're favorites is because every time they come on, it's an easy interview and it's. It's not like pulling teeth. We've had some people that have come on the show, and literally after we hung up the phone or we ended the, the session, it was like, what was even the point of that? Yeah, yeah, we, we've done that with a, a few of our, our guests and whatnot, but, I mean, we're, we're still relatively new, and we, don't, we haven't had a whole lot of repeats. Stu Snyder's been kind of the guy that goes to, I go to if I need anything, because yeah. he, he'll, at the drop of a hat, he'll, he'll, right. you know, he'll help you out. And so. he's good information. Yeah. It's, it, Stu's got his lovers in the pits and his haters in the pits, and I don't understand the haters, but... They are what they are, and they are, and whatever it is. But every time I have gone to Stu, whether it is for this show, if it's for the race page interviews, or it's just a, a pit report, Stu's always got good information to just talk. Yeah, we were doing a show a couple weeks ago, and one of the things in our show where we started is kind of have a topic of the day. So we were debating dirty slide jobs. What what what's a dirty slide job? What's a clean slide job? And well, all three of us never drove a race car before, so I was like, hell, I'll get Stu. Yeah. You know. Two minutes before, you know, we started talking about this, I texted him, like, hey, call me here in, like, five minutes. And sure as hell, he, he called me, and he, he gave us the, the driver's perspective of when you know you're going to clear a guy, when you're not going to clear a guy, and just kind of his thoughts of what's dirty and what's clean. Yeah. Brandon Anderson of the Quick Time Podcast. Follow him on Facebook. Follow him on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, which... Again, we're, we're not entirely sure if anybody has Google Play Podcasts or not. But Hey, if they do, you know, follow, follow us because right. uh, we need the views. I got an iPhone, so I don't have Google Play. Comes out, <laughs> comes out every uh, Tuesday night. And uh, also make sure to find him at the racetrack. Uh, are you going to be down at I-80 Speedway for the Dirt Crown, or are you waiting for the uh, Sprint Car Show? 
uh, Dirt Crown, do they run sprint cars there? No. Then I'm not going to be there. Okay. <laughs> you also do hockey photography, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just got back from a hockey tournament. My daughter's uh, plays hockey, and I was out there with that. So I uh, shoot for the Lincoln Stars and kind of... Do you feel... Because I'm... I, if, I, if I end up having a kid in my life, I do not want a daughter. Because I'm certain that I'm going to end up in jail because I'm going to kill some boy. Oh, yeah. I'm planning, I'm full of planning on being in jail here in about but, 10 years when she's turned 17. So. But when your daughter, with your daughter being a hockey player, are you a little more secure that she's going to be able to kick his ass before he gets anywhere? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Because uh, today uh, she, in her tournament, some kid knocked her on her ass, and I was like, you need to go there and put him on his butt. And she, next shift, she goes out there, and she didn't, she didn't look where the puck was. She just chased this kid around the entire time <laughs> and cross-checking him and trying to push him down. I'm like, you need to pay attention to what's going on on the ice, too, and make some plays. But Don't make it so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was talking to the ref. The ref uh, is, is also a good friend of mine. She plays on the women's hockey team. And I was like, I go, then you got my daughter out walking around there like a goon. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, I didn't know sweet little Jordan would do that. I go, she ain't so sweet when she straps on the skates. <laughs> Brandon Anderson, thanks for joining us, man. It's no great problem. to finally get you on the show. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll be back on the front stretch. If you love wings, if you love rings, and all kinds of other tempting things, great times, great food, get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Quaker Steak and Lube is the official watering hole of the front stretch and the home of Mav TV, featuring action from the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Great times. Great food. Get too quick to stake and lose. Located on Mid-America Drive in Council Bluffs. We all have that coworker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par. 95 mile an hour fastball. Bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs premier indoor karting track. Professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your coworker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5276. Joe's Karting, white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17. 